Well, we shit the bed on Twitter rankings this month, but things could be worse. At least we're not Rocket Watts transferring to Oakland. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined as always by the Upside Downs Elijah Wood, Kevin Grek, and also joined by everyone's master dune buggier, Alex Plum. Uh, <laughs> bringing, bringing big dune buggy energy. Big dune. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they say. They sound right. like. What? Do not Urban Dictionary that. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. We're really pushing the bounds of of uh, Apple Podcast rankings here or ratings. Uh, yeah, I have not uh, checked in a while if we've gotten a, a new review, which is a reminder. Of course, thank you everyone for listening to the pod. And if we could ask a small favor, please rate. That's rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spartan underscore pod. Uh, the Elijah Wood joke is, of course, because this is a special episode, gentlemen. Uh, listener yeah, Mike a, Jones is trying to buy us. Yes, yeah. we have a certain listener who apparently has grown very uh, accustomed to Scotch episodes and has decided to start manufacturing them for himself. <laughs> so, Plum, what Plum, do we have here? St- what, what do we? <laughs> This is going to be awful for audio. <laughs> and oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to do this routinely over the course of the episode. Oh. Oh. So shall we? So, so listener Mike Jones has furnished us with some Elijah Ke- Craig straight rye. Straight it rye. Is a ninety-four proof. Oh my uh, god! Bottled at forty-seven percent. That is. Spicy, spicy rye, perfectly balanced with corn for a distinctly corn-forward taste. Also, that listen is to this. Listen to this. Iowa, if I've ever heard it. Didn't catch it. Was not Mike. Sorry. Try again, asshole. Wow, there it is. cork. Wow, look at us. Look at us. Should we uh, should we say something about listener Mike Jones before we have a drink here of the Elijah Craig? Uh, Nothing. No. Nope. Yali's into it. That wasn't Yali. That's not Yali. She's not barking. It's another dog who is dumber and worse. Yeah. Wow, somehow, such listeners, this this was going to be a sloppy episode on account of the Elijah Craig, and then Plum decided to record from a house party. Well, so vacations, you know. It is what it is. Honestly, Plum, you, you can't doom buggy by yourself. That's right. In, that's what in they years say. past, you would have skipped this episode. That's so, true. I want credit for being here. In fact, hold on a second. There might be something thank you I for might doing do. The minimum. Hold on. Here comes. Oh, there we go. There we go. This is like one of those, you know, where people actually have an, a soundboard that has effects. We don't even have that. We just have this super phone, which I just want to make a quick plug about. My sister told me about this. I downloaded it and I tried. I did it multiple times from the table at my cousin's wedding when they wouldn't shut the fuck up on best man and uh, speeches. Oh, truly, yeah. truly yeah. horrible. So uh, this podcast, actually, devotees will recall, started very early with the soundboard. There was a. 
Well, at, no, that's not true. We were visited by Mark D'Antonio. And he did some recordings for us that we then made available on Twitter. Maybe we should retweet that that soundboard from back in the day. <laughs> Please do. All right. Uh, so first off, cheers. 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 So who's had Elijah Craig? Because they're known for bourbon, right? Indeed. And this is better. Mm. Oh. I would take this over the bourbon. Is it because of all the corn? Mm. Corn forward? Yes. That sweet, syrupy corn. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true. <laughs> that, that is what corn is for. This is sort of, it's got like a, like a spicy candy note to Ooh, it. Ooh, like a candied pecan. If that pecan was really corn. A you know, spicy yeah, candied corn. Can we can we do oh, like a, a popcorn? A, a candied popcorn? A candy almost think about Halloween. If you had candy corn, but it was spicy. Yeah. Elijah Craig. Can we do a riff where it's like we talk about listener Mike Jones, like but doing the Bill the Bill Brasky thing from SNL? Bill Brasky who stood seven foot four and two hundred and ninety-three pounds. That Mike Jones is a son of a bitch. <laughs> but God damn it, I love him. <laughs> that man took a whole Elijah Craig, killed him, put him in a bottle, and it was delicious. Out of Mike Jones. Mike Jones, Jones taught me how to be a man with a <laughs> bottle of Elijah Craig in a dark basement. Mike Jones invented the dune buggy. <laughs> I should know what it does say on, on Urban Dictionary before we say it. We're no, I'm not going to have a, a well a well listened to pod this week. I just want to be right. explicit uh, about it. This is very good. Uh, if you've ever said to yourself, hey, that, that scotch that they talk about, I'm going to look that bottle up. And then you think to yourself... These people are idiots for spending that much money on scotch. That is not true of this Elijah Craig. Eli Craig. Uh, I highly recommend. This is very good. What is the retail on this? I didn't look it up. Well, don't look it up. That would be rude. It doesn't matter what it is. How unseemly. Oh, my God. Oh, my. This is why you're the lesser Mike Jones. You know what? You need to spend some time with the real Mike Jones. Burnish your rough edges. Uh, it, uh, listener Mike Jones is indeed bringing me uh, a, a large box of, of spirits. Of, oh, spirit of assorted liqueurs and spirits. And you're yes. going to compensate the man in doom buggies? Is that, is that the plan? Uh, did you Google it yet? Mm-mm. I refuse to. No one do it. No All right. one look it up. We're going to wait until the very end of the episode, listener. So if <laughs> you don't hear this episode this week, it's because we realize that <laughs> we're going to prison for what we've recorded. All right. So we've got the structure of the show. Indeed. Uh, Plum, you, so we start with the, the Eli Craig, uh, but what else is on the structure of the show? For this well, on a, his, on a traditional week, we would uh, go right behind the green wall where football always leads. Uh, this week, it's about Star Boys. We'll talk a little basketball. Uh, great things happening, not at Oakland. And uh, maybe cover some hockey. We'll go off Grand River. And then 
we're going to jump right into your Twitter questions because it's the summer and what the fuck else do we have to talk about? It's the last week. Can't you tell of uh, of <laughs> the May Twitter competition? I mean, you know, it may. If anyone wants to be angry here at oh. somebody, the oh. person to be angry at is, is Thomas Izzo. There it is. Because Thomas Izzo could have picked up a transfer. That would have given us something to talk about. Thomas Izzo could have announced an assistant coach. That would have given us things to talk about. Oh, I have instead, a feeling you're not going to want to talk about it once he does announce it. Yeah, I agree. But instead, what we're going to do is talk about a former Spartan who transferred to Mississippi State who is now transferring to Oakland. Sounds like a great episode to me. Let's yes. roll. Oh. Greenwall, football, Starboys on the way. Is that Alex Grant who's coming? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's busy on the Doom Buggy, but he's busy Jonesy, with Eli Craig. Explain to us how uh, mathematically MSU is about to have the best summer in the country in terms of Starboys. Yeah, so I, uh, I think I sent this tweet to you guys, and I, I don't remember who totaled it up, but for for first week or first couple weeks of official visits, MSU has more stars. If you you know, five star counts for five, a four star counts for four, right? They have more stars arriving on campus than any other program in the United States. More than Bama, more than Georgia, more than Ohio State, more than <laughs> Michigan. Uh, I don't, I think it's worth mentioning that. It's not, you know, that this is all part of a build, right? Like, does this mean MSU is going to land all of these guys? Absolutely not. But they all, for the most part, play for programs that produce talent. And their experiences here, even if we don't land them, will be sent back to the rest of the classes. So in terms of building pipelines to, to schools that produce high-value talent, uh, this is really exciting. And not to mention that getting these guys on campus who only have four official visits that they get to take, right? Like. First, they chose you, and second, uh, it's better than them not picking you to come to, right? Like this well, is you get a yep. you get a chance to pitch in person. Yep. Uh, right. Are you looking for the Starboy tweets? Well, I'm actually. We have an announcement after the Starboy treat uh, tweets, um, but I'm sending off an email right now. Uh, it is the confirmation that can't read, can't write will be represented at the Washington football game. Hey this fall so if anyone wants to sailgate with can't read can't write slide into those dms slide, into those, slide in slide in come on come on bring it uh anyway we'll see some star boys there in seattle uh september 17th um i don't know where you were going with that uh i was not paying attention i was looking for my confirmation email uh but what was the question again so We're you didn't have to make this right. episode trash in that. Like, you're not even drunk yet. Like, <laughs> you just were shitty there. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to bring the energy. I'm gonna, uh, we're going to we're going to bring it back. We we're talking about back. why is this dog still barking? I'm going to lose my shit. In a minute. He hasn't barked all fucking weekend. And right now is like the fucking time to just be a shit. It's, it's because RuPaul uh, is very exciting this week. You're missing out on quite the episode of uh, 
of Drive Were you watching Drive. that while you were not listening to me talk about how MSU has more stars coming yes. than any other school? I can't tell is- if we're cutting this or we're keeping this. So I'm moving forward so we're that I this. don't have to make a cut. Uh, I will say. Uh, Plum, do you want to talk about any products you've tasted lately? Oh my God. That's the sloppiest episode <laughs> of all time. Oh my God. All right. I want you to know this wouldn't have happened to you if you had given me that fucking audio cut I asked for a month ago. Okay? The best goddamn ad read I'd ever done for Cloud of Coffee. Good Cloud of Coffee. What brand we spent a lot of time talking about this week and what brand just now came up and won't be coming back up again? (laughs) Here's the Eli Craig. Ah! The Eli Craig. Not Irish. Not Irish. Store that's distributed by Great Lakes. Are you sure? Are you? Who knows if he's Irish? There's no corn in Ireland. Kentuckian. Kentuckian. Good for him. Uh, All right. So, is there coffee in Ireland? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there there's Irish people that make coffee. That's the thing that's important. Uh, Anything else that you guys want to talk about with uh, with the footballs? Uh, I mean, it, we're starting to get into commitment season, um, but know that, uh, this is like the first week, right. Of, of officials coming up. And so, you know, these, these players get four of them. So if you don't get a commitment right away, like don't be startled by that. I guess yeah. everyone be chill. If you're, if you're playing in the deep end, like we are, then, uh, you know, you're going to have to court some people for a little bit longer all right so uh that's exciting that's exciting news whatever's happening on drag race also very exciting (laughs) uh let's talk about disappointing raymond chains let's talk about basketball moment uh there has been a development in the career of uh mr rocket watts we kind of kept an eye on him after he went to the other msu He's decided uh, he's not going to Moorhead State. He's, in fact, going to Oakland <laughs> University. If so he play Michigan State. Yeah. His, this is a super rub. Yeah, his, own, his own third-tier MSU, right? I mean, if we're being really honest, like, he, it was Morgan State. It was Morgan State. It had to be some other version of MSU. And so, of course, he chose Oakland University. MSU Oakland campus. Yeah, formerly of MSU. So I don't know. I think that Greg, this might be one of the all-time bad decisions of Greg Campy. Um, Rocket Watts certainly has not done anything to overcome that faraway look in his eye, revealing to everybody that he is neither here in, uh, yeah, neither here nor there, here in body and body alone. Um. I don't know, man. Remind me where Rocket Watts is from. He's from Detroit. Okay, yeah, so yeah. so that's so that makes he's, a little more sense. He's coming home. He's coming home. I mean, this is the Greg Campy special, right? Recruit a guy uh, who doesn't commit to you, and then yep. watch him not pan out at the level. Yep. Uh, that he ended up committing to, and then get him to transfer. Yep. I, I want to state for the record, I'm happy for Rocket. Yes. Uh, I'm happy to have him home. He will be good in the Horizon League. This whole situation makes sense. This isn't what we wanted for Rocket Watts. 
Um, it will be uncomfortable in the fall when he returns as a as a golden grizzly. Uh, which how many times has this happened? Obviously, we just played Posse Bear in the tournament. We played Bird, Russell Bird. He came back to to campus after he transferred. I can't think of anyone else that this has happened with. I'm sure some old heads will uh, will fill us in, though, on on other instances. I mean, transferring was rarer back in the day, you know, and certainly they weren't allowed to transfer in in conference. So that would make it. Quite uncommon for someone to return, but sure. Mm. It'll be um, I, I hope that everyone is happy for Rocket when he shows back up on campus yeah oh yes i i think everyone will be happy for him it is it is a little bit um it's worth remembering that rocket watts can it he has the capacity to light you up now do i think he's gonna do that against our guards i don't i don't but um you know here's what i hope for rocket watts i hope that he gets as many shots as he wants from three and I hope <laughs> that he finds a better part of campus to shoot for Instagram to announce that he's back in time. Okay, that, that's really what I care about in all of this. Why did he go for the top of the quick lube or whatever? The, 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 I, I, like, I'm just so bothered by this. Why do that shot down Grand River? It was awful. Unforgivable, Rocket. Weeks later, you're still stuck on this. No, I mean, and he's not wrong to be. It's the the challenge here, though, is that you're trying to ascribe meaning to something that is fully meaningless, and he couldn't even begin to understand why you were even upset or how he had done anything wrong in this. And I think that really, friends, is why we should be grateful that he is no longer a part of this program. And nope, nope, you have to ignore it. It pretend it isn't there. How much money would I have to give you for you to unleash on them in the way that you've unleashed on Max Christie on this podcast? <laughs> they would just tell like, me to move, and I don't want to have to break down my space to go do that again. You're, so, you break down your space? Break, uh, yeah, this break down well, my You emotions. just have to bring it so that it's a laugh track, so that you uh, you give the audience something to laugh for, and then the laugh track happens in the back. I just don't understand how these True. people don't get the same level of vitriol that Max Christie got. Those people haven't transferred from from school and left. left the, They've done nothing wrong. You know, they're they're just enjoying their lives. And Max Christie was intentionally trying to ruin the lives of Spartan faithful. He has speaking of ruining the lives of Spartan faithful. Are we going to talk yes. about the smoke around the uh, the future opening, uh, the current opening, the future hire uh, on the Ooh, basketball yes. staff? Yes, let's do that. Uh, so today it was announced that uh, Maurice Joseph is probably no longer in consideration for this position. Um, first, going to uh, Butler, sorry. right? Yeah, he's going to Butler. Um, where, uh, where notably um, Dane Fife was not able to make it. <laughs> so it's tough. It's tough to get in the board, get in the get in the room over there. That's the, got the standards. more important thing is that Izzo said that the hire will be kept in the family this week, which we all like knew to be true, but we were convincing ourselves was not going to be true. Maurice Joseph has now removed from consideration on that, which when that was announced, I had a moment. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this where like, I really didn't want something to happen. And then I heard that it was not going to happen. And then I was like, but I may, what if I did want Maurice Joseph? What, what then? (laughs) And then 
the non-reptilian part of my brain had to kick in that was like, no, this is good for you actually in the long run. But then the idiot monkey side of my brain was like, but maybe I want him on my team. So that uh, was all very unpleasant. I had to reckon with myself and my own impulses. Um, Did you feel like you were not chosen? Yeah, that's what it felt like. Like, I wanted Izzo to come out and say, I specifically didn't choose him. We don't want him. Wow. Sort of very uh, Michigan uh, in its, uh, yeah, we actually, we passed on him. Cooled. We cooled yeah, on, uh, we cooled. on Mojo. Uh, all of the smoke now uh, is for Thomas Kelly. Uh, for Who? Thomas Kelly, uh, of course, was a contributor on Izzo's first uh, MSU. And, uh, and, and good to find contributor for the, uh, for the listeners. Contributor is the right way to describe it. He how, what, how many minutes per game are we talking about? About five was playing about five. Let's let's say let's is it is it was it a Matty Sissoko level or less? I think it was I think it was slightly more than a Matty Sissoko level. I think it was so like like an Ant Wright level. Not that much (laughs) (laughs) or more than more than that. Did Thomas Kelly outscore Ant Wright? Three points per game. We should go figure that out. Who knows? Uh, you There's know, probably a prop out of the week in there somewhere. Garv will be waiting. Um, or if or if Thomas Kelly can pass any of his financial advisor tests. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> this is not what you want, though. He's currently on the staff. If you want to learn anything about Thomas Kelly, you can actually read the bios that MSU uh, uh, Media wrote up for last year's opening because he was in consideration then. Uh, sort of a holdover from all of that. Um, he's it. I work in recruiting. He's the candidate who came in second that you had another opening later on and you just pulled forward. Yeah. Like. So in other words, what you're saying is more reason to be really confident that Izzo has a strong grasp on the reins of the future of this program. Cool. 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 I mean, did we really expect a coach in waiting higher though? I think we expected some kind of new exterior new blood the weird wrinkle is that he's on the western staff and he was retained by Dwayne stevens so this is like a weird like hey Dwayne, that guy that you wanted to keep on your staff actually will take him well unless Dwayne, that's bad well unless Dwayne never really wanted him on his staff but Izzo was like i'll probably take him back here so you know just yeah, keep him for now keep him I'll for a little bit i'll get him I'll get him from you. We don't. We don't know what the fuck's going on over here. So you know. Uh, listen, in the same way that we know that Alan Haller listens, Thomas, if you're listening, this isn't really about you. This is about the program generally, and the fact that there needs to be some kind of shakeup. And again, it's just not happening. It's just more of the same all the time so all of the it might as well you might as well have hired rocket watts to be the assistant well there it is there Uh, it is plum you and i are going to make a uh podcast decision right here right now let's do it talking about hockey assistant coach hires yes Yes, we are. Go we, for it. We, I, the floor is yours to yes. talk about this subject. <laughs> yes, we have a new assistant coach for MSU hockey. 
And it is not Adam Nightingale because he's the actual coach. Yeah. So, but there is some, there is some talk. There is some talk that we have a new soon to be assistant coach. And he is a person with a name. And listeners of the pod will know that we follow closely. <laughs> we will this... know that we're a credible news source. Who should be <laughs> for for the hockey? Jesus Christ! If one more fucking pop up on Lansing State Journal, I'm going to personally, <laughs> I'm going to personally beat Graham Couch to death with a hammer. All right, I... he's from UMass. He's like young. He's from UMass. Uh, let's wait until the whole staff comes together and then we'll talk about it generally. Uh, maybe we'll do a late summer recap on all of the happenings for hockey uh, while Plum is over there closing pop-ups. My understanding is that he's kind of up and comery. He's really good recruiter. And Did you say his name yet? I don't. I don't actually know his name. I, I don't know anything about him. Did, is there? A, is this a he real? Just, Eric Lang he's coming from a team that that nope. just you know that plays for national championships. He was credited with really good recruiting, and uh, we'll come back to this subject. Jared D. McKeel. Wow, where did you this get this why. shit from? And you know, and and why wasn't it in? And why wasn't it in the outline? You know, isn't this the question that everyone wants to know? Well, I, I didn't do the outline. Know, I teed you up to just talk about hockey and your appreciation for the sport and how important it is to you. And you decided you thought you could Google it fast enough. I, what I wanted from you was hockey is dumb. Let's never talk about hockey. Go to Mun, I guess, if you want, because there's going to be beer there eventually someday. And you, got you was, knew better. What what we can say about Mr. Demichiel is that he's a former Rochester Institute of Technology goaltender. And I don't think about Rochester Institute of Technology because I know nothing about hockey. I have to imagine they're like the world's greatest hockey program because why else, why else would you fucking mention it? But he was a goalkeeper. And I think there's something special about that. You know, goalkeepers, I don't know, uh, at least in soccer, don't often get head coaching gigs. They're not typically, you know. But they should, because there's a lot of tactics that you see as a goalkeeper when you're in the back. So maybe it's the same thing in hockey. Hockey. Mike Jones is over there doing a dune buggy with... uh, He dune buggied uh, that fucking bottle hard. We'll come back around to this subject, dear listener, with uh, maybe someone that actually does know about hockey and contributes to the podcast uh, frequently. From time to time. uh, To give us an update on the hockey team. Uh, Gentlemen, Let's fill up on some Eli Craig because okay. we have it and it was yeah. given to us by Mr. by Mike. Mr. Mike Jones, who wouldn't disappoint our Never. listeners by skipping a week of Not uh, Twitter. Ever. Um, available in stores, by the way, Eli Craig, straight rye, uh, 94 proof. Just corn. Sipping on some 94 corn. Great corn. Uh, anything that you guys want to talk about off Grand River, or should we go straight into Twitter questions? Uh, we should probably acknowledge that Mr. Nordic Pan sent us a uh, interesting story about how uh, there might be the first female MLB player um, coming, but I didn't click through on the article because I slept boxes all week. So I want to acknowledge that, and that sounds very rad, but I've done no research, 
In the industry, and this is true, we use the term humped boxes, and we used it unironically. Humped boxes? Yes. Yep. In what industry is that? It was the moving industry. Oh, humped boxes. Oh, I thought this was a podcasting term, and I'm like, what? The moving industry, okay. they actually truly say that. Humped boxes, and not boondagid. Mm-hmm. I think it actually might be the fact that in the moving industry, you do carry your boxes on the back. Ah. That's where it comes from, up back. Um, but it, um, I, I heard that term in a number of ways among men that you would normally think, like, they're going to have a little laugh after they say something like that. But they didn't. They said it for real. They said it seriously. And, uh, you know, buggies. Anyway, think- uh, should, we take, uh, should we take some Twitter questions then? Let's, or maybe let's take a quick commercial break and then come back. Yeah, let's go to the Twitter questions, of course. We just did multiple commercial breaks for Elijah Craig. <laughs> straight uh, rye. Straight rye and corn. Put down the gullet just with the cob. rye. Sweet, sweet cob. Should we mention how uh, listener Mike Jones has access to these spirits? And why? Uh, it, well, he is a distributor, or he works for a distributor, and they distribute uh, spirits and uh, need distribution to various distributed locations. Uh, and the thing that you have to know about Mike Jones is, Mike Jones, like any good uh, dealer, we can call him that. He doesn't sample his own product. Okay, doesn't sample his own product. And that is the secret to success in illicit illicit substance distribution. So blue laws be gone. Thank you, Mike Jones. We're drinking the good, the good, good, the good, sweet, smoky cob. Eli Craig, Kentucky straight whiskey. It does have like a sweetness to it. This is like a candy rye. I don't drink a lot of rye. Is this how rye tastes generally? No. Uh, you get no. more of the spice. This this has a nice... Uh, if you like bourbon mm-hmm. and you'd like to give a rye a shot, this is a nice uh, transition piece. Like I, I, I drink, recommend this. I drink a lot of bullet rye in the winter. I like it. This is not that. Only in the winter. Only... In the winter, really, a it's a winter a winter liquor. I would say rye is a uh, a drier uh, spirit, and that's why they call it rye because it's dry. Dry rye, well, a rye sense of humor. Uh, okay, no, now you've done it. Now you've ruined it. You've ruined it. All right. Well, we're going, kicking like, off with your enunciation, right? And we're kicking them off. With defending champion, I do believe. Check my math on that. Check the can't read, can't write wiki. Antonio W. Chartvert. <laughs> That's correct. Of 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 the Chartvert family, the proud Chartvert <laughs> Shart- of arms yes. was added to the can't yep. read, can't write trophy. Chartvertian, Chartvertian humor, Chartvertian. Question quality. The W, by the way, in Antonio W. Shartvert stands for whiskey. Eli Craig. Straight rye whiskey. The least shartiest. <laughs> Plum, drink, drink a little bit more for me, please. <laughs> just, here, gonna, cheers. Cheers. I, I'm going to lay down on this bed behind me. And, you know, <laughs> just, 
I'll Can just you take the mic with you. I'm just going to jump in. I'll just, just jump in every snoring. once in a while. I'm just... just start hearing snoring at one point. All right. Number one from the Shiverts. Who leads MSU in scoring next year in men's basketball? And do we see another season with eight guys over six points per game? God, I hope not, Sherbert. Don't put that yeah. evil in the world, man. Because uh, what, Gabe led the team with like 11 points? Yeah, it was game. like 8. 8.5. <laughs> 8.5, 8.4, 8.3, 8.2. <laughs> uh, who leads the team in scoring next year? Uh, let's go with... Oh, I really don't like the idea of Hogard being the one and leading the team in scoring. Is it possible it's Joey Hauser? Yeah, that was wow. Was it? Did that lead? Or do we think Malik Hall finally becomes the dude? Oh, it could be Malik Hall. Let's say Malik Hall. That feels good. I'll say that doesn't make me angry. All right. Malik Hall uh, raising your blood pressure over there. That's it. Feels like he has at least the body to compete against some of the dudes at a higher level. Yeah. Like you, when, when we played Duke, it, it was noticeable the difference in stature, right? I mean, that wasn't lost on anyone else. Agreed. Malik Hall is, is built to be a big time player. So, and we saw moments of it. So hopefully next year, that's the year. Uh, next up from Charvert. Jones, what is the best or most memorable time you rubbed elbows with an MSU athlete or coach? For him, it was either playing Call of Duty with Matt Costello when he lived across the hall from him his senior year, or distributing ashes to Connor Cook on Ash Wednesday. Oh. I feel like this question was just for Shartvert to brag. Yes. Uh, it's sort of like when people ask questions about, have you ever been to a Final Four? And you guys are like, meh. Uh, but uh, I think the... I think I, there was a lot of Paul Davis in my life when Dude, I was on campus. There, there was a lot of that. I've also been to the bar with, uh, uh, with, uh, move on from me. For Drew Neitzel. Drew no, Neitzel not- and I dated when I was in college. We were boyfriends. And that's where they invented the, that's uh, the doom buggy. That's how actually. we got to know each other. And it was really nice. Goran Sutan, I've seen at the bar more times <laughs> than any other Sutan. individual on the planet. Um, I think it, this might be unfair for anyone that's been at an Izzo camp out. It just like this stuff happens to you. Yeah. Like yeah. I, w- I opened a tent door one morning and Tom Izzo's there yep. just like hanging out in a chair. Yep. Um, Mel Tucker and I went birding the other weekend. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. The sexual birding. Uh, it's on a dune buggy. There's also... All of those stories that we've decided as a podcast that we're not going to tell about my time yeah. growing up with Kirk Cousins. Right. Um, mm, that's right. All of our yep. history together that I'm only bringing up because of Eli Craig. He's been whispering in. Oh, Eli Craig. Sweet, so maybe sweet someday, corn on the cob. Maybe someday I'll I'll tell some of my, my stories from growing up with... You and Kirk humping boxes and... Sipping on old Eli Craig. Uh, I did. Uh, I did uh, sit near Kirk Cousins in a while he was in the middle of a bro Bible study uh, in the uh, North Case Lounge. Uh, with and, and were you there one of, for uh, one of my floor mates? Were you there for purely anthropological reasons or 
just trying to. I, I think get, I was there for a a meeting. Oh. Well, okay. Meeting. I was certainly was not studying. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. Last up from Charvert. <laughs> Pratt bet of the week, number of noon games from MSU this season versus the team leader's number of interceptions. Over under three and a half last year, it was Cal Halliday with two. Uh, so I'm going to take over on both of these because we're going to have a secondary next year, right? Ooh, I mean, yeah. This Yay. is part of my manifesting these. And well, because... And big noon. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Wrinkle in the Big Ten, uh, in the Big Ten scheduling, the biggest, most marquee games happen at noon for now. So there's going to be more of them. Until the peacock comes for you. Peacock! <laughs> Stupid. Do you remember the year where Jonal St. Deke had like 15 forced fumbles? It was like such an anomaly of statistics. <laughs> It, yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's so statistically unreal that like that doesn't translate. That doesn't mean and it became so extreme it meant nothing. I just remember one where he just walked up to what's his name at Notre Dame and he just like touched him in the Charlie just, Weiss. That's right. That was slapped him on the on the sideline is what happened. Uh, next up, people forget about that guy. Charlie, <laughs> people and forget it, and about his Charlie Weiss. Decided schematic advantage that he was uh, that he brought to the to the Irish. <laughs> yes, oh, all man. upside. Next up for Mr. Neurotic Pants, who uh, is mostly disappointed in our coverage of uh, Mr. Rocket Watts so far this week. Uh, first question. My next questions. The Mark D'Antonio show has been largely canceled. Oh <laughs> no! But there are specials or holiday editions. From the Memorial Day special, D'Antonio's wife confronts Mock on his button, which reads in green letters, Spartan Dog for Life, down with the Deep State, with Deep State is written in maize and blue. Notably, Mock D'Antonio is wearing a ball cap with a green Q on it. <laughs> you know, I'll say the thing with the whole QAnon stuff is, and this has been, I mean, there's just so much of this from Trumpism to everything else, you people who are otherwise normal, employed, gainfully contributing to society individuals, family friends, like go, go down dark, dark places for reasons having nothing to do with common sense. It is befuddling and irksome. And if someone told me that Mark D'Antonio was a uh, was a QAnon guy, I have to tell you that it would not surprise me. That the storm was coming from Mark? Uh-huh. Uh, way to bring up the energy on that. But it is yeah. definitely true. It's wild. Yeah. It is wild. Next up, have? from Mr. Neurotic Pants, <laughs> Coach Boss tries to laugh it off when D'Antonio screams loudly and repeatedly to the MSU pitcher on the mound against Michigan, hit him, <laughs> hit him in the fucking head. I mean it. I'll pay you, and I can afford it. <laughs> Wait, did you guys see that an MSU pitcher got tossed the other day uh, for using Michigan pitcher got tossed? Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Michigan pitcher got tossed. For My what? favorite part in all using of a this. foreign substance. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a foreign substance in his glove or in his waistband or something like that. My favorite part in this was just how they just rolled over. They're just like, Matt, what are you gonna do? Yup, like 
made no attempt to be like, what? How did that get there? So if there's, I, I've seen umpires do this, right? They check the pitcher's hands after the innings just to see if there's any I, I residue. Think it's a pro thing now. Oh, it's a pro thing now. So, but in any level of sport, if it's in the waistband, does the do they kind of just pull the waistband back or kind of gently run their in fingers? The video, I think they like drop really down yeah. it deeply. Hangs just, out in there. Does a tubin, which is in the rules, see by the way. Tubin's okay. See if they can find Dangling. anything sticky. Any stickiness in there? Up and around. Sure enough. Stickiness. Put that on the ball. Can find it. You'll be able to find it. Um, part of me <laughs> loves the fact that uh, Michigan is now confirmed cheating in another sport. <laughs> hockey, basketball, and football. I'm surprised the manager just didn't say... Uh, we have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> they were playing against a higher seeded team. Uh, Iowa, what really happened, what really happened was Iowa's coaching staff called in from the sideline because they'd obviously seen something on film. That sure. This dude does this stuff. Yep. Um, now were they sipping on good, sweet, sweet corn based Eli Craig? The thing that I hate to say in this situation, though, is like I'm just so used to this with baseball. Like, of course, all of these all of these teams are cheap. yeah, like yeah. It's sort of like fighting in hockey, which, oh. if you think about it, you're like, this is really stupid. Yeah, and you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. And but what's weird but... is that it's written into the it's written into the rules, which somehow by making it part of the rules makes it permissible. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't know. It's Can you uh, still, for this team and this program. Par for the course. Awful. They still, it's they still, they still chew in tobacco in baseball. It's not so, allowed. Really? They on, now that it's recreational, they on that wacky tobacco. And a boy last up from Mr. Neurotic Pants. Cut away. Tom Izzo smashes a glass pan of ricotta filled pasta shells over his sink. After coach D says, I can relate to what you're going through now. It reminds me of my last few years. <laughs> you know, I like this. This is a th- deep. Thank you for this, Raymond. We needed this. We needed it. I needed it. Then he adds. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> love this last one. <laughs> Go ahead, Jelzy, read it. Greg, when are you going to find a nice young man and settle down? Alex, did you see how I avoided heteronormative assumptions there? <laughs> I hope I get allyship points for that. And I've always said that that scoring allyship points is what matters. It's the only thing that matters. Remember, guys, allyship is performative. The only thing that matters is the performance. All I can say for sure, I'm not rating this week, but Mr. Neurotic Pants, definitely not last. Definitely not last. Not like R. Kelly. I mean, my God. <laughs> Mike Jones, who has bought his way <laughs> into our um, good graces. Yes, very much so. They, Eli Craig asks, why does Plum have so much more pent-up anger when it comes to basketball versus football? Ooh. 
I have, I have, I have an answer to this. Yeah, okay. I think Jones Let's do it. I answer think host it. Mike Jones should answer this on on Plum's behalf. Yes. I feel like we get quite the rage during we don't I feel like we get quite the rage during football season um as we do targeted individuals during basketball. Max, Rocket, Joey. Yeah. Uh I think the answer is and Plum, correct me genuinely if I'm wrong. Yeah. Is that you don't understand it. <laughs> And and if you would like an exhibit, the time you said centers were in the defensive backfield <laughs> might indeed be. You know, no, no, I would say I I don't know all the credibility that he gained earlier with hockey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to listen to that one live, Jonesy. I I don't. I don't think that that's wrong, but I also think here's here here's why that's wrong. I don't know less about football than I than I don't know about you know say more basketball. I can't, but I could say less. What I what I know though is it's for me all about the eye test, which is why everything I say is unhinged because it doesn't come from a place of fact. And <laughs> if there's any if there's anything mildly credible about anything I'm saying, which there shouldn't be, it would be that for me, it's all about um, expectation setting. So I'm always going to be more unhinged and vitriolic when you let my expectations down, as opposed to regressing to the mean. Basketball has been consistently missing even lowered expectations. This season was a fantastic example of that. So I think that's probably why too. Um, but you're always coming from an unhinged place, which makes you the Bill O'Reilly of this podcast. There we go! Thank you. Uh, all right, next up from listener Mike Jones, uh, a.k.a. Elijah Craig. Since rivals started keeping track of recruiting stars in 2002, MSU has averaged 4.54 stars per class, 0.15 stars per class. Will Tuck land a five-star this class? Will Tuck beat D'Antonio's record of 11 four-stars in 2016? Uh, I get, do both of these apply to this class, or is the second question ever? Uh, I Let's take them, make it three questions. Uh, okay, will Tuck land a five-star this class? We've been saying yes, and I actually sincerely believe that. Um, and will Tuck beat D'Antonio's record of 11 four-stars in 2016? I'm going to say no for this class. Ever? Oh, oh Ever, but, but... Yes, no for this class. Okay. Okay. Uh, last from listener Mike Jones. After the rocket landed in Oakland, his return to the Brez will happen this November slash December. First ever, ever listener basketball game? I'll provide the <laughs> booze, and we can all just sit back, relax, and listen to Plum trash the hell out of him for two hours. This is another example of... Lowered expectations, right? Rocket Watts truly, truly, truly set the standard for how not to hype a guy up and have him absolutely fail to deliver on every single fucking promise. One could say about the same about Max Christie, and we are going to watch that happen in Technicolor uh, in the big league. Good for him. I'm very curious. Rocket Watts. I'm curious what Rocket Watts' three point percentage was this freshman year. Mm. Uh, 
Um, not high. Not, not high. Impressive. Yeah, neither was Max Christie's. But up. No, Max was higher as was higher than uh, than Rockets. Remember, uh, I hated them both. <laughs> totally down. To go uh, to this, uh, you're right. To go to this Max Christie was a whole three percentage points higher. Doesn't mm. matter. That's, that's higher. Uh, next up from me, man, sinner. What is your hill to die on? Whether it be a movie or place to eat, fashion choice, etc. What is something people objectively think is mediocre, but you think is amazing? Pizza nugs at Crunchies. Shut up, Mike Jones. Go to hell. Uh, next up for me, man, sinner. <laughs> it's sophomore year. You have <laughs> you have classes all day with nothing but six dollars and a dream. Where are you going, and what meal are you getting to hold you over for the day? Uh, for you need food. It's a hot and ready. That's oh. the answer. Oh, yeah. You need food. It's a hot and ready. Answer is always a hot and ready. Got to be hot and ready. I thought maybe you would say. Uh... Panda Express at the International Center. I don't have six dollars then. I, I got good. I got more than that. Okay. Hot and sweaty it is. Uh, last yeah. up from E-Man Center, gentlemen, Matt Ishby is giving you twenty million dollars to make our soccer program elite. What is your strategy? This is your moment, Plum. This Next is up, my moment. Ah! Well, I would say we're hiring Jurgen Klopp to come in and, and hear me out. Jurgen Klopp is the head coach of Liverpool Football Club. Now, oh my God! Now Liverpool was this smiley man is a, is he brings that he brings that charisma is, that charm. He is, and you know, folks might say, folks might say, listen, he can get Liverpool to the Champions League final, but he can't get it done. They say the same thing about Tom Izzo. In this respect, Jurgen Klopp is the guy. And with this most recent loss to Real Madrid, what we can say is he's likely going to be on the market soon. They were a point away from taking the Premiership this year. They lost that too. Things are coming up short. Matt Ishbia, Klopp's your guy. Bring him to East Lansing. Watch the program explode. Just perfect. The only problem with that is our true biggest booster is Tedder's of Tedder's dentistry and implants in Jackson, Michigan, even bigger than Ispia. And Klopp's already got the, the, the dental implants. Got so the implants already. Let someone else's dental implants come in and upstage him. Wow. So what would happen wow. is Tedder's dentistry would come over the top with $21 million there it is. to do something else. What's your plan B, Plum? I hate you. Uh... <laughs> My plan B is. Don't this talk about blood? No, it's a expertly crafted uh, example of turf management. What are you talking about? And how bring very back, dare you? You bring back Pele or something? Yeah, bring back Pele or just I don't know. Play <laughs> pro, pay professionals using some nil money. <laughs> Isn't that That's what you funny. would do? Isn't that what you do? Next up for me, Man Center. Ibra- Ibramovich, Ibramovich at LA Galaxy. The guy is like fucking the greatest. He's got NCAA eligibility for sure. For sure, baby. That's your answer. That was that was good stuff, E-Man Center. Next up from the upper deck, a jerk guy who asks, "When is the <laughs> going to be good again?" This ain't it. Not anytime uh, soon. 
We we really tried to make Alex great again for this episode, which I think is what he's asking for. This one's got a laugh track. Does that make it better? Uh, <laughs> and a birth track. Uh, next up from Real Air Bud. With names like ah! Kevin, Michael, and Alex, did you guys frequent the land shark? <laughs> <laughs> and Alex. I had never heard my name said in such a such a disreputable way. Yeah, such a disreputable way. That's sort good. of like when you say, listen, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I did frequent the land shark. <laughs> uh, you, you did? Uh, uh one of my one of my rubbing elbows with MSU sports uh folks is I was at the land shark the night that J.U. Culker got signed by a team and he gave us a bottle of champagne. Uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot uh, drinking out of the Stanley Cup with Applicator. That was that at the that's, Riv. Where was that? Yeah, that uh, was at the Riv. Well, I was done. with Phil Clark. Wow. I'm yeah, we, I'm. I'm glad Phil got a shout out. And I'm and I'm glad and I'm glad that you remembered that right now. Did uh, Did everyone else look away for a minute and Phil peed in the top of the Stanley Cup? <laughs> and then someone looked over and he was like, what? I'm, I'm pissing your cup. This is, what are you this doing? Is He's taking a leak in your tub. Last up from the Upper Deck Jerk Guy, is Kevin married? And if so, what is the name of the witch doctor he got the love potion <laughs> from? Uh, Upper Deck Jerk Guy, never doubt how lowered and expectations can get. I'm going to tell you this. Someone can become. Who is scoring this week? <laughs> because if it's me... We got oh, a you're winner, in Saga Tux, so we know. Chicken dinner. You're dune buggying all over the place. Win situation. Yeah, the dune buggy is the key, Upper Deck Jerk Guy. That's the true witch's potion. Uh, next up, from Carl, you do too much, bro. Uh, if one of Resting our... on his laurels, by the way, with one question. Yeah, with one Good for question. him. I even, I even double-checked that because, Carl, you were you're competitive. Definitely not doing too much this week, Carl. If one of our preseason overly hyped transfer RBs is roughly two-thirds as good as Kenneth Walker and the defense takes several steps forward, what's the greatest area of concern for you with the overall roster for next season? O-line is obviously just picking C on the Scantron. Give me them deep cuts. Uh, Well, I mean, it is the O-line. Yes. Sometimes sometimes C is correct, uh, but... Um, I think you'd have to look at especially when safety. He removed, yeah, the secondary from the from the, he removed the defense from this, saying the defense takes several steps. Oh, forward. well, then it's tight end. I mean, that's tight end. Yeah, Daniel Barker doesn't pan out. Malik Carr doesn't take a step, hmm. and you're left with Tyler Hunt getting snaps. Oh, don't worry. They'll, the tight ends will just get targeted as much as they got targeted this season, and it'll be fine. Okay. One one target every three games or something like that. But uh, I've been told by Jay Johnson that the tight end is the the, the linchpin of everything they that's do. That's what he said in his first press conference, and I'm waiting to see it. <laughs> uh, next up from the John Hubbard. In the absence of an official announcement of question rankings by Michael Jones Esquire, I'm declaring myself the winner of that week. And any correction to issued by hosts and or listeners slash co-hosts is invalid. There it is. 
Thanks That's for the it. question, John. I guess we're just reading proclamations from <laughs> listeners now. Uh, next up from John Hubbard, what type of story would a biopic about you be? Comedy, tragedy, rebirth, overcoming the monster, rags to riches, the quest, or voyage and return? Hmm. Uh, well, well, rags I'm to riches. Good. I mean, we got loaded on this podcast, obviously. Yes. I think it's the voyage and return. The voyage. Real odyssey. A real odyssey. I think uh, given the number of mentions of uh, dune buggying this episode, it would be uh, a certain kind of streaming. Right off the the sand into another world with my sweet, sweet corn cob nectar. Eli Craig. Alex Grant. (laughs) Seen on the tubes, so to speak. Last up Uh, from John Hubbard. Good news! Tom Izzo has hired a new coach to replace Dwayne Stevenson. Not his name. <laughs> At the press conference, a beaming Izzo introduces the newest Spartan assistant, a coming-out-of-retirement Coach K, in a move no one saw coming. How do you react? I would be excited. I I would be excited for this. <laughs> I would, take would, this. would you still hate him a little bit, though? Oh, yeah. And I hate Izzo more than I've ever hated him. That would be... It would really be to hurt my feelings of Izzo. Can you imagine, though? Can you imagine the headlines? They'd be rad. The, the raddest. But the entire Duke saying, class would just convert over to us. I'm only saying it would be rad because I'm assuming that the eventual hire will produce no headlines. So to get any headlines at all would be a gift. Do you think we would have to take Coach K's grandson on our team? I'd be willing to do our... it. We have... The open scholarships. scholarships. I would be willing to do it. Here, here. Here, uh, here. Next up from the Mama Palief. Uh, one. I, I, th- I was going to read this as I prior, but I think it's Roman numeral one. Mm. Roman numeral one. Prior to having a fight song, MSU fans would sing the opponent's fight song, beginning with MSU's first football victory over U of M in 19... 19- 13 is this true i like this. the next week msu defeated wisconsin and uh crowned the win with on wisconsin which of the two fight songs u of m or uw would you rather sing is this real i like that i like that a lot i hate it but i also like it i w- would only do it if i could intentionally slur and mess up the words I if, like if you could like... sing them sarcastically i think that would be better i don't know how on wisconsin goes well, it can't be annoying as uh, whatever <sighs> U of M song is. Who they they choose to only actually use like one yeah. tenth of it's, their actual it's fight because, because, again, what the fuck are we doing here? On Wisconsin, da 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 bang, bang, on Wisconsin, da 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 bang, bang. That's what I imagine it sounds like in my head. My initial reaction was to hate this concept, but now that I've thought about it for a moment, you like I love it. the idea of yeah. like, I've taken this. Yes, it's, it's mine, mine now. now. Yep, I'm it. putting it in your face. Yep. And I'm even in the, you know, in the case of the victors, I'm choosing to use the whole song. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. I know you like to keep most of the song chained in the, you know, attic, feeding it fish heads and beating it with a, a stick. Um, but we're going to use the whole thing. Oh my god, I can't believe what they said about Native Americans in the lyrics. (laughs) Maybe not that part. Maybe maybe we just leave that part. 
out. Uh, that's where the maze came from. The maze in blue. Um, but they never tell you that. Next up from John <laughs> Hubbard. Uh, what type of story are... No, hold on. It's answer this We're before on... reading the second part of this tweet. That's the Eli Craig coming out right there. Oh, there she is. Okay, so second up from Mamopoleaf. Answer before reading the second part of the tweet. What was scheduled on your calendar for today at 3 p.m.? Greg. Uh, Eli Craig. And Michael Jones. Was it just humping boxes or slapping your face against that dangling light in the corner of your screen? Is that what we're calling it now? Uh, the The boxes. All right, I was at a uh, I was at a uh, a wine tasting. So to that point, uh, Eli Craig, light face slapping, hump boxing, and wine drinking. The National Moment of Remembrance is an annual event that asks Americans, wherever they are at three o'clock local time on Memorial Day, to pause for a duration of one minute to remember those who have died in military service in the United States. I feel like Mamopolif really dishonors the memory of fallen veterans and those who serve this country by trying to make this uh, in some way about upstaging the hosts of this podcast because we all neglected to do this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To foist her agenda on this podcast. You know, this is a politics free zone when we honor the brave men and women who serve this fine country. I really didn't think it could get any lower than what R. Sawyer did last week. But now, but to use are. the troops this as way, a political cudgel, on, on, to do so on Memorial on Day. On Memorial Day. Wow. I don't know. Uh, Palm, I, given, uh, given the situation, I, I ask your permission to banish Mamopoleaf to last place. Of all Plum, time. do you think National uh, Moment of Remembrance was passed? Before gays were allowed to serve in the military? You have to think that it was. And you have to think this is another... I, if I didn't know any better, I would have to ask this this question. I'd have to ask whether R. Kelly and Mamopolif are in cahoots in a way to bring dishonor and disrepute. You know, I I wouldn't want to ask Mamopolif that because I wouldn't want Mamopolif to have to tell us that. Yes. Which is what she really wanted the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am really offended, deeply hurt and bothered. And you know, I look forward to using your sexuality as a cudgel. Yeah. And I think forward. someone should be able to, but I'll tell you who it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be any Canadians. That's who it shouldn't be. <laughs> All right, last up from, uh, no, I the don't user know. Do we, do we user- even read the last question from someone who's, Who's already guaranteed last? Let's go ahead. Let's go through the motions. Only, only because it's a really good question. Yesterday, we've referenced this. University of Michigan pitcher Vice was ejected from a Big Ten baseball game against Iowa for foreign substance in the glove. Video shows he reached into his pants front <laughs> waistband repeatedly. She asks, where would you hide a foreign substance if you plan <laughs> to doctor the baseball? to have ruined it doctor the baseball that's what i'm calling it from now on kids are calling it doctor the baseball no more dune bugging doctor the baseball got really amped up on good corn fed eli craig and doctored the fuck out of that baseball yikes uh 
But it's got to be, it has to be under, it's got to be the bottom side of the penis. That's where you would hide the sticky stuff, isn't it? You wouldn't put it in the back door? Where there might be already occurring sticky stuff? Uh, no one's going to reach in there. No one's going to reach in there. Well, I bet some umpires would. I bet. I think we've learned a lot about the hosts on this podcast that no one's culturally mentioned certain procedures that happen at birth or when a gentleman goes and, you know, becomes a man in some cultures. It says a lot that we haven't thought about certain opportunities yet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't want to be exclusionary, Greg. Well, I'm saying we've been exclusionary because it's the low hanging fruit. Right? Oh, the lowest of the hanging fruits, in fact, if we're really being honest about doctoring baseballs. Low <laughs> hanging fruit. Next up, Elin Bloom. <laughs> Elin Bloom with us. First up, since the off-topic questioners seem to get better rankings, what is the worst Don't summary? Don't say that after what we just <laughs> talked about. What is the worst? Also- <laughs> I need to make sure if Elon Bloom was available during my week because I always enjoy Elon Bloom's question and the off-topic ones are... I, I enjoy that Elon Bloom brings actual sports questions. Asking this week, what is the worst summer yard maintenance chore? Oh, Jonesy. Uh, can you even choose one? Or they all bring such joy to you? I don't like pruning. Hmm. I hate I hate weeding I, that with all the rocks in the backyard. I got to pull up all those fucking weeds from the rocks. God. Yeah, we, anything where I've got to stick the thing into the bag, I don't care for it. Yeah, don't care for it at all. Yep. So I'll uh, choose all of them, Elon Blue. <laughs> all of them, and your neighbors have noticed. Yes, I got an anonymous letter this week. No, wait, no, really? wait, wait, what? Okay, because oh. it's believable. It's believable. <laughs> Was it, why do someone keep moving your mums? <laughs> <laughs> I grew rather a touch of that mum placement, and they've been moved four times. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh my god! Is Zill there... still trying to compost in the back? Yes, she is. She's got a specific compost shovel now and everything. Oh, good for but her. is anything actually making its way out there? I think we've used none of the compost, but compost continues to go into the compost bin. Okay, so that's right. That's half of it. That, it's binning. more than I ever expected. Keep next binning. up from Elon Bloom. Would you rather have a top five recruiting class in football or basketball? Football, football, football. That is the answer because we've never seen it before. Yeah, but that's fair. if we want to win basketball, yeah, that's that's actually a better point. But but I would also say Izzo gets close with top five, top ten recruiting classes, and then somehow is able to squander their talent. So isn't it fair to say that we've been there, done that, and it didn't really pan out for us? Was the he gets more with less? Yeah. I like Izzo when he is doubted. Yeah, that's right. That is we are we are looking at truly prime right Izzo. Yeah, right this now. might be Izzo it from the glory days. This might be it. Uh, and then finally for Elon Bloom, is Izzo bringing in Dumb as the new assistant? And if so, a positive and a white. It would be a great positive if it were going to happen. No. It's, what? It'd be perfect. No downside. All upside. 
Did, how guess. many points per no game did, uh, did Tom average versus points per game by Thomas Kelly? Lou Rawls, Tum Tum this Baron is the, Jr. This is truly how this type of decision should be made. Yep. Points per game. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, I mean, Elon Bloom, neither of these options are great options. This is not <laughs> for once. So... I appreciate what you're trying to do here, Elon Bloom, but uh, these none of these are positives. None of these. Uh, next up from Thomas Zambiaski. Wait, we, real quick. I, I think Elon Bloom deserves one more minute. Okay. Because Go ahead. It is truly alarming to me that Tom Izzo took this long to scour the land for assistant coaches. Oh, to come up with a dude that definitely spends time in the in the practice facility every year. Yeah. Like that guy is there available to you at all times. Like remember when he said, I'm going to call other coaches and get some names and, yep. And then narrowed it down to a few people. He says, all of whom are from the family, all of them in the family. Wow, Tom. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for doing such a good job. Good. Hmm. Job. All right. I almost wish he'd, he'd hired a search firm. I wish he would have said, Matt, I can't afford to do this on my own. Please pay for a search firm. This is like sometimes um, you'll hear in like art world, like you hear this a lot in movies of like, oh, the studio got involved and now that the director's vision has been ruined. Sometimes the studio notes make for a better film. <laughs> and I kind of wish there was a studio to pass. Tom, a note that said, "Look outside the family on this one." That 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 studio is uh, Haller Productions, and uh, Haller was uh, too busy cleaning house elsewhere, apparently. Mm-hmm. All right, on to Thomas, uh, who asks first: What are your most plausible and most ridiculous predictions for the upcoming football season, and for MSU or in general? Hmm. I don't have any general predictions, uh, but most plausible national championship. Most plausible. Yep. 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 Uh, Amir Speed finds himself as a first round or early second round pick by the end of the season. Uh, Listeners do recall that Amir Speed was benched in his last team after four games or whatever. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Go ahead. You you mean? You mean the, the, the national championship winning defense? Sure. I'm where he got beat out by a five-star? Benched. Who could go pro if he was allowed to go pro? Benched is all I'm saying. Uh, most most ridiculous? Uh, Steven Izzo is the next assistant coach. Forfeits his remaining years of eligibility to just succeed his father now. And and because what are we doing? What are we fucking around here for? Just just Let's just call it out. Let's just do it. We're we're already in the habit of not using the the spots on the roster. Who cares? Stop using the spots in the. Coaching. Well, he's not contributing on the basketball court anyway. Let's just let him contribute in a way that he might be able to. Being short, but it was, and it was supposed to be football. Uh, oh, so oh, oh, is it? Oh, that a center a center will play in the defensive backfield. It does say your- it does say football season. It does. I uh, see now. This is where you were wrong. Historically, the center was a defensive position. It was. That was the history of football. And before we have time to check that, let's go to Thomas Ambiasi's second question. What's the best, <laughs> worst sporting event you've ever been to? Oh, 
Oh my God. What a great question. It's and, Notre Dame, right? And if anyone was at the T-ball game when Jorm Harmblaw was in his personal <laughs> tent, that would have been the answer. That would have been the answer. <laughs> oh, oh, the best worst. I mean, the, the Notre Dame uh, monsoon game comes to mind. The, the inaugural Big Ten championship game physically hurt me in a way that I had to like reevaluate my life afterwards to be like, why does this affect me so much? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about uh... there, like all of us as a group, we hated each other as we were going back. We, we had plans to like go out. We sure. just didn't do it. Them. Yeah. We went all back to the hotel. Yeah. We just were angry with each other. And like, I had to think about, I had to reevaluate stuff after that experience. Uh, what about the, the one that U of M likes to blame their loss on the rain? Uh, that would have been the year before Trouble with the Snap. All I remember um, wins, maybe. I, I, yeah, no, we won. We won. <clears throat> I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I don't know. The, the, oh, well, it was, I was there. It was very unpleasant. It was raining, but it was great because we won. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the like Champs Sports Bowl, Mark D'Antonio's first year, and was in Is Orlando. Is that the BC game that we went? Yeah. That we lost We lost to BC, so that made it pretty worst, but it was fun to be there because it was our first bowl game in so fucking long. Do you remember yeah. that they uh, they hooked up the, the Jumbotron so that you could yes. text a number? Yes. And people, but they didn't have the editing yes. functionality on it. it. <laughs> and people found, figured it out by yep. like the second quarter. Immediately. Uh, that was the Brian Hoyer five interceptions game, as I recall. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Big day um, for Brian. For Brian, Brian. Brian got his bag. We're we're all very proud of Brian here at MSU. Go for him. Go for him. Uh, through uh, whatever. Uh, next up from Thomas. Uh, you're allowed to make one change of any magnitude to MSU's campus layout. What do you do? Hmm. I mean, I would, uh, it would be betraying my roots as a lurker on the Red Cedar message board to not say the giant Spartan statue overlooking the stadium. Honestly, everything what uh, east of the International Center burn it to the way to tear, tear it up, raise make it, it more interesting. <laughs> it's it it's more way too Cold War. Make Brutalism. it better. Yeah, that's true. Every dorm would look like uh, Williams Yakely Gilchrist. That would be the uh, yeah. That's the answer. That's the answer. Yeah. All right. That's the answer. And you know All what? Right. I'm happy with a, a 14 story uh, Hubbard Hall right. that just looks <laughs> more like gothic. Yes, like the Beaumont Tower. Yeah, yes, please. Right. Yep. I'm happy with a 14-story Hubbard Hall as long as it's dwarfed in size by the Spartan statue <laughs> looking over the Spartan, Spartan Stadium. Next up, I always thinking 1835. If you could have any band slash artist slash composer write and record a theme song for the TV sitcom version of the podcast, oh my god, who would you choose? Who we? I don't think we would all agree on this whatsoever. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Oh, I would take a, a really brooding Trent Reznor theme. Because uh, no. he does he does themes now. He's got won like four Academy Awards or something. Oh, um, 
Yeah, brooding feels right for the pod. That, that's right. That, that feels that, very on brand. It's energy. It's it's actually I, the feeling that Plum has as he's like collecting himself to unleash on the podcast every week, week in, week out. I think it's got to be Joe Hisaishi. Joe Hisaishi, uh, renowned uh, composer for most of uh, Hayao Miyazaki's films at Studio Ghibli. Joe Hisaishi. I'm gonna go with Spoon, the band. Uh, my real answer is the guy that wrote Is that uh, is that Red Fox? Is that the uh yeah, whatever that is where yeah. all the, the characters are all running around the screen and it's just like Yeah, good job. Good job. That's uh that's who I would choose. All right. The theme and that would just be the theme. Uh next up, I guess keeping with that theme. Ah! What's the best They Might Be Giants TV show theme song? Malcolm Ooh. in the Middle, didn't know that. Daily Show with Don- John Stewart, did not know that. Or the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, did know that. Oh, did not. Not, dog. not, dog. not the Clubhouse. <laughs> they Might Be Giants not did, did Dr. Worm, right? They call me Dr. Worm. Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Worm. I'm interested Keep in singing things. it. Do you know that song? I think that's no, they might be dying. I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm. I am an actual worm. That is true. We gotta cut they this. did this song. Yes, great. Released in 1998. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, I had no idea that they did both of these other theme songs. Uh, I think I knew out. Malcolm in the Middle. I didn't know about The Daily Show. Turns out hmm. they might be giants. Rights. Damn good theme song. Bangers. Who knew? Wow. Uh, oh, and always thinking 1835, speaking of banger, ends with what actors would play each of you in the TV sitcom version of The Pod? It's got to be Ed Helms. You would. Ed Helms for me. Uh, I've been watching Detroiters, uh, which reminds me that Tim Robinson yeah. from I Think You Should Leave would play a great Grooch. Yes, that's right. He's got the sunken eyes. He would do He's a great job. Sensibility, yeah. yeah. Uh, Glenn Howerton might do an okay job for you if you wanted to be prettier. He's got you wanted to Hollywood up your, your physique. Yeah, he's got the sociopathic mm. elements, that's for sure. Yeah, the, uh, is, the, is the implication. And David Letterman would do Mike Jones. David Letterman. <laughs> Mike With, Jones. A beard, With a beard, I really envy. Bearded Letterman, that's for sure. <laughs> Better James Earl Jones. We're just looking <laughs> at the deep bass. I, I, honestly, I, James Earl Jones would narrate. Yeah. The, the, yeah, he'd narrate the show. Yes, that's right. Yes. I'll take Ron Howard playing. <laughs> yeah, here. Ron Howard. Ron Howard currently. <laughs> With James Earl Jones narrating. All right, that's we, this has truly been more than anyone ever asked for. And still uh, so much less. So, so much less. Uh, I want to apologize as an ally to all of our LGBTQ listeners uh, for, for the vitriol. <laughs> Seriously, folks, <laughs> it's it's hard to be here repping the community week in and week out. All That's right, I think 
That's why he does yeah. it. He's tried to quit so many times, but then he goes back to the community. He opens that door over there in that yep. house and he thinks, yep. they need me. Yep. They need, they need, need representation. Me. They get quieter, the by the way. Did they go somewhere else? Did they go to Bedplum? What happened? I don't know where what everybody happened? is. I'm sure they left. Uh, I, I They couldn't have done that earlier. No. In fact, they couldn't. <laughs> All right. I, I am optimistic there will be actual news next week to talk about. Gentlemen, until then, a resounding go green. Go white. Is it an ally thing to say go white? Uh, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> just don't add power and you're fine. You'll be okay. You know what? I'm just going to leave it where it is. <laughs> For the community. For the community.